Warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Pieces. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Welcome back to another instalment of Pieces in Pieces. This is an experiment that has gone horribly wrong um, and where we are taking the movie Pieces and splitting it up into five minute segments but to complicate things further I am recording them all out of order and releasing them out of order. So this could be the first episode you're listening to and if it is, welcome and I'm sorry. On this instalment, we're covering minutes 35 to 40 in the movie PCs. This, when I see 35, will start with uh, Christopher George's character talking to the lovely Melissa George in the police office and will finish on the killer in his gloves putting together the bloody jigsaw. Joining me on this episode, covering the minutes 35 to 40 is of course the main man it would not be an episode of anything without calling his name and beckoning him to the plate it is of course the man the myth the legend the baz slunge and begora <laughs> i'm on the guinness big man i'm on the guinness with my new nitro surge technology uh, you give me a demo the head it. on that creamy you, bastard you gave me a demo I've never been as jealous of a man with a, a pint in my life. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, uh, my can just won't do now. Um, Baz, you've stirred up some some controversy online here by playing the card that you have been gaslit into watching pieces. <laughs> a movie that you famously said you would never watch again because it was, in your words, utter dog shite. Um, yeah. Yet here we are. Here we are again, Squire. Here we are again. <laughs> um, you did volunteer for this. No one forced you to do it. Um, and I think you originally volunteered to do it because you were like that. What, five minutes? I can talk five minutes. And I was like, well, no, we're covering five minutes. It'll be slightly longer than five minutes. But you yeah. went out and watched the whole movie again. I did. <clears throat> um, when I actually started... Right, I know that I hate PCs, right? <laughs> that much is ingrained in my memory. But I then realised I had very little memory of anything to do with this film um (laughs) yeah and so i did i went and um i uh, i don't know if i should be saying this on there there's a very decent copy of this Mm -hmm. on youtube 
yep. um, in its entirety. Although rather annoyingly, the, the very first pair of breasts you see, which will have been one of the earlier five-minute segments, they put little like, cartoon emojis over the good stuff. And I thought, if this is go- the way this is going to pan out, then this thing's going in the bin. Because <laughs> it's literally the only pieces is going to go for it. But thankfully, yet weirdly, that was the only bit. I wonder if there's, there is a thing where YouTube scans uh, an uploaded video for a certain amount of time, the same way like the FBI screen calls from the mob, like if nothing's incriminating right. said in the first five minutes, they have to legally cut out. So I wonder if there's, maybe if they cover maybe up the nips. A, I don't know. But thankfully the rest were all in there, so it was all good. Maybe um, it was someone who was like that, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna censor this movie before I put it on YouTube and the sheer number of yeah. breasts in it, he was just like, this could take forever, I'm not doing it. Yeah, probably his first time using the software and it took him about an hour and a half, oh, fuck, I'm not doing any of that. Uh, and I don't know how to delete the ones I've put in, so I'm just going to leave Stay them up. in. <laughs> Sorry, they uploaded. No more. So yeah, so I watched the whole film. I watched the whole film uh, the other day. There, um, you and I were discussing on it just off air there before I came on. Um, I, I I didn't hate it as much as I did the first time round, but I mean this is a terrible film. <laughs> Beginning to end, it's uh, rank so rotten is the term I, I would use. Yeah, and am I right in thinking that this is well? Obviously, it's dubbed, but it was English actors speaking English that were overdubbed in English. Is that right? Yep, yep. So the Spanish involvement in the movie is that yeah. Right? So it is a Spanish movie, but it's mostly English cast or like English actors who were working in Spain at the time um, but yeah this was shot very much like uh, I mean for all intense purposes it is a giallo uh, it's just not Italian yeah. and it's shot that way like the Italians did which was they didn't record any sound and then they overdubbed so, everything um, and as a I result it's just wonderful <laughs> when I was watching it um, I did think that you know the giallo mm-hmm. influences are very oh it's almost me to catch yeah, it's almost. But I was it's too a... afraid. I was too afraid to say it to you, in case it was spat back in my face with venom. It's not a jello. It's not Italian. It's it's, it's a and bit. The, the gloves are made of a different material. Or something. I don't know what you were going to say. Uh, the, the, I mean, it is for all intents and purposes a really bad deep red ripoff. Um, right. uh, so I mean, yeah, I, I I mean I class it as more a jello than anything else. Um, with, with little slasher tropes, uh, you you have landed an interesting five minutes here in in thirty five to forty because uh, you just get really a lot of dialogue, and this uh. here is, you you're not getting any of the, the the juicy stuff, but you do. There's at least two lines in here that I think are absolutely fucking magical because they're just like. Who would write dialogue like this? I'll tell you who. The filmmakers of pieces. Um, so, this this starts off mid-conversation and we have um, our, our inspector played by the wonderful Christopher George talking to one of his crack police officers uh, slash tennis players, championship tennis player, as you do, double up, um, played by the lovely Melissa George who was married to Christopher George. This is husband and wife. Um, and it starts off with Christopher George saying, 
I trust him. I'd stake my life on it. Uh, like a 1930s gangster. And they're talking about Kendall, right? So yep. Kendall, of course, is the... Kendall the Jew, as Kendall. I have called him in my notes. <laughs> well, we do... I don't even know if he is, but he's got that Jew throw thing going on. There, he does... Uh, in, in the 4K release of this, um, there is a scene where he is naked and you can see his dick. Um, so I had I, I don't know if it's God, circumcised that's why or not. You bought a fucking high def Blu-ray player <laughs> for it's the just penis, for shit like that. <laughs> Always see if for you the can cock. see his breast scar. <laughs> I can't tell if he is or he isn't, but let's just say he is. Um, kind of looks like a like a shite Steve Gutenberg. I think you may, may maybe made that. Does. Comparison on the original uh, commentary, but they're talking about him. He's like, I trust him. I stay my life in it. And Melissa George, aptly having never met this kid before, who's his school kid, is like, and means too, evidently. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's like, that ah, you have nothing to worry about. You're gonna be playing tennis at the the, the college where the killers going around chainsawing people. You'll be playing so much tennis it'll be coming out your ears, which is just <laughs> terrible dialogue. Um, a, a reporter enters Baz, and this she does. This reporter here is. I'm she just op- gonna, I, I would almost say that she flounced <laughs> into the room. She's she's not very good at her job here, right? Um, because we have two. Do you mean the actress? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the actress is not very good at her job, but also as a reporter, she's pretty bad at her job. Um, so she comes at the police station and tries to stop. Uh, Christopher George, uh, this is like this is this once again amazing dialogue here. Um, she's basically like, "Do you want to make a comment on what's been happening at the the college?" And he's like, "Nothing been happening at the college." What's been happening? <laughs> Nothing been happening. What college? There's no such things as colleges. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "There's a rumor. Some strange things are going on. It seems some maniac is running loose or something like that." This is the best line ever, right? And Christopher George says, Miss, there's a rumour like, like there's a rumour like that at the university every couple of months. Like so every couple of months there's a rumour that there's some chainsaw wielding psychopath just roaming slashing up folk. You can't think of Imagine like that's in the prospectus. Like, why should I send my kid to NYU? Well, <laughs> I, I was actually, I was on the, I was chatting with my big cousin's youngest daughter the other day. I was helping her out with her dissertation mm-hmm. um, and she was sending my books back to me um, and she was telling me that she's not going to be able to graduate because of this strike that's going on oh, in the yeah. UK at the moment where mm-hmm. you're could have been worse than you could have gone here. <laughs> Every couple of months, there's a chance you'd have been chainsawed. Chainsawed. You know what I mean? Um, so... Hey, that's fucking brilliant. Um, but then the reporter retorts, a witty retort here, maybe so, but there's always a chance that it could be true. There's talk that a girl has been killed. And um, Christopher George is clearly not having any of this, and he passes them off to Melissa George, who kind of stares and smiles awkwardly, and then... Business picks up as we go straight to the tennis court and straight to the tennis match, which I'm going to take over and dis- dis- you you need to tell us all about this. Go for it. Um, but first of all, it's worth mentioning that Melissa George's character is called Riggs. 
I was hugely disappointed to find out there was nobody in this film called Murto. Well, Christopher George is too old for this shit, so... Um... He is too old for this shit. No, as you say, it then cuts straight away from this crack investigative reporter trying to weasel information out of them and it goes to the tennis match featuring Riggs and some other random wee lassie. Uh, Wimbledon's on just now. <laughs> you were I, I going there. Well, I, I knew like you were it. going there. Um, obviously, you only see them hit the ball. You, yeah. I think there is one very brief shot where you can see both players on the court and the yeah. ball, but the rest of the time it just focuses on one particular player as the ball has gone off in every fucking direction. <laughs> But over that net, it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I will say, I think Riggs's opponent, the other girl who yeah. you only see, I think, in this tennis match, I'm right and saying, I, I think they'd obviously put a casting call for um, well, actress who can kind of play tennis. <laughs> it wasn't as appalling as Melissa. Melissa George, I don't it's think terrible. you've ever seen a tennis racket in her life. I think she may have thought she was playing golf. <laughs> And then she comes up with the shoot and she's like, well, what's this? This is a tennis court and a racket. Four! <laughs> it's hilarious to watch. And it's kind of like, you know, it's, was it 79 this movie or something? Like that? Uh, no, 82. 82, my God. But it just, it shows you you know that there was still that complete disregard for the audience like yeah. that. they'll never think to look at the direction the ball's coming off or back in do you know what i mean little did they know idiots like us would be watching it 40 years later do you know the, 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 the people spectating are not following the ball either because they can't move no. in sync with the ball going it's fucking amazing it's absolutely on each other <laughs> oh, also how God. many people are in that crowd there's about 10, but whenever one of them scores a point, you would think someone on centre court had just fucking uh, won a game set match. point, yep. There's a tannoy! Uh, Who's on the fucking tannoy, Baz? <laughs> <laughs> fucking college thing. Then Riggs, she is supposed to be a kind of former professional championship tennis player I or refuse to play at your college without someone on a tannoy. I won't do it. <laughs> I just won't do it. It's my demands here. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible game of tennis. But yeah. I kind of love it because they're like that. We like they could have just started this scene like any sensible filmmaker would do, with the final point going over and everyone applauding. But no, yeah. no, we're going to show that she can't play tennis. Um. <laughs> it's clearly it's that way that they're padding. And you and oh, I have talked yeah. about this in other reviews. Some of these movies they stick in these scenes that mean nothing but go on and on, and obviously it's to push them over a certain time right, limit. So it becomes a feature-length movie. a feature-length film. Well, there's no George... reason, as you say, there is no reason to witness any of this tennis match. It's terrible. Um, she, of course, wins, and Kendall's in the crowd, Pervin. Yeah. Oh, fucking deviant Pervin bastard. Um, this gets kind of fun here because, like I say, it's mostly dialogue in this five minutes, but we get the first interaction of uh, Riggs and the Dean. And the Dean, yeah. <clears throat> and the Dean is... Um, the Dean can't speak like an ordinary person. Um, I have a feeling that under your tutelage, all of our tennis players will become champions. Mm -hmm. And like, that's physically not how that can work, because if you have 10 that tennis players... That's quite the performance. <laughs> yeah, but if you have 10 tennis players, 
they can't all be champions. There can only be yeah. one champion for like men and one champion for women. That's kind of the dean's confused, I think. Um, and Melissa George wants to know if she's our, our cover is intact, and the dean's like, "Oh, I should think so." Um, and then we find that the Willard. The gardener, remember Creepy yes. Willard? He's been released because there's not enough evidence to keep him in, um, which is fine. And the reporter shows up for no real reason. Uh, just on Willard as well, the, the dean is completely incapable of saying his name correctly. <laughs> Willard. Willard. <laughs> Willard. But, um, I'm, I'm not sure if he's actually talking about the gardener or that dog from EastEnders. <laughs> Wellhard. <laughs> yeah. Willard. <laughs> Um, so the reporter comes over she tries to chat the dean's like we have no time to chat to people um, and then he, he's basically invited um, Riggs for tea when she cleans up um, yeah like an afternoon tea or something but then we like essentially finish this scene out by returning to the killer's room in the top drawer there is a jigsaw it's the original jigsaw and this this scene feels like it was made for you because this finishes on uh blood splattered titty um yeah jigsaw being put together and end you can only imagine <laughs> what would have happened if somebody had flicked a black light on at that point <laughs> that is one crispy jigsaw <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it'll be old school jigsaw as well. It'll be made for compressed paper. Oh, or something. Yeah. That is just going to absorb the semen like a sponge. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why it's all rippled looking and not flat. It is pretty rippled looking. What from the semen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be a movie called Warped from the semen. It needs to yeah. happen in my lifetime, or, or life's not worth living, Maz. Um, so that's that's our five minutes here. But as do you have a favourite scene or a bit of dialogue in this in this five minutes? My, my, the, the best thing to me about this particular five minutes is the tennis match. I think the tennis so match is just good. it's just ludicrous. It's beyond unnecessary. Um, yeah, I, I just I thought it was great, and I, I will admit that as they run towards each other to congratulate each other at the end, I was well, you know where I went, you know where my filthy, filthy mind went. It doesn't happen. They're just lacking a well done, we pecking the cheek, and then up to I can only imagine fillet the umpire. <laughs> Which again doesn't happen. Uh, so yeah. no, the, the tennis match far and away. As you say, it's mostly dialogue. I did think, I was trying to remember this at the very opening of the, of the five-minute segment. I, I seem to remember when I was watching the whole film and you're initially introduced to Riggs, she is all crash hot for this. Yeah. But then at the start of this one, she's like, oh, you don't care if I get killed, do yeah. you? <laughs> Why are you volunteering then? <laughs> you know, You've changed your tune. And she's like saying to the Dean, she's like that, does anyone know I'm undercover here? <laughs> 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 and like they even see that really he's like the, the, the dean says I thought there was going to be two of you here and she's like no no it's just me and he's like oh you're a very brave girl <laughs> just to add like things like you shouldn't be here um, and with you the tennis scene is like the piece de resistance of this whole yeah. this whole segment is, is, is just so 
poorly conceived, poorly shot, and poorly organized, and I love every fucking second of it. It just makes me smile from ear to ear. Ladies and gents, um, the Baz, you can hear the Baz on podcast under the stairs. On um, We'll be doing some sort of backdoor cinema at some point, and we are currently gearing up uh, the slow, slow gears of a, of a, a, a Baz Doween thing. Um, yeah. Which I mean, those, those gears are going to need to start moving up. Yeah, I mean, uh, but listen, listen, I can record from Japan. Um, <laughs> different time zone by almost half a day. We'll be fine. Uh, the wife will, the wife will appreciate it. Um, yeah, love that. Yeah, and uh, and Jaws is shite another regrettable outburst. Please check those out. The Baz, of course, will be on another one of these episodes. He may have already been, for all I know. Um, so keep your your eagle eyes and your ears perked for that. And uh, yeah, with that, we're going to bring this one in, and we look forward to uh, catching you on the next instalment.